this is TNT Sports Podcast. QT Ski, LK. Let's go. TNT, we back. Logging in and see that. Wins and losses, crazy crosses. Holding one, talking golfing, rolling one. Got me coughing every weekend, so it's often. And I'm dropping every week. Name the topic we can speak. From the Rockets to the Heat. Well, the Rockets to the net. Slick weird, big beard. On my James Harden flex. No one came as hard as this. Watch me Shannon sharpen it. I depart like marking this. TNT, that's a T with a hyphen. ENT, if you're typing, seeing me, that's a likeness. Next to the max is like I'm Stephen I'm A. Right Tag me in your subject. Tag TikTok, me, Facebook, Gram, or Twitter page. Everywhere. Tell me who you loving. Big discussions for you, sport or holidays. Jackie Moon Tropics. Wardell in Oakland, straight 30 bobbing. Tommy Brady Pockets. Who had drunk up in the party. Toss Lombardi, get it started. Mardi Gras Mike can't be guarded. My new spicy like New Orleans weather. Local national forum, we get it. Working overtime, cafe, do mine with the coverage. I'm on you at no the line. No one came as hard as this. Watch me Shannon sharpen it. I depart like marking this. TNT, we back. Logging in and see that. Wins and losses, crazy crosses. Holding one, talking golfing, rolling one. Got me coughing every weekend, so it's often. And I'm dropping every week. Name the topic we can This TNT Sports Podcast episode number 109. This morning I got my cousin, I got my guy Marcus Jones with me, man. Cuz, what's going on with you? What's going on, Stan? 109, I like that. Yes, sir. That's it. that work, baby. Trying to, man. Trying to stay busy. Trying to get some things accomplished, man. What's going on, what's going on in your end? And right now we just, you know, getting ready for spring training, working with the kids all season. Sitting on my porch right now, enjoying the day. I got you. So we're going to go and jump into it, man. To all my fans and to all my people, man, if they don't know who you are, they should. But can you tell them a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm, I'm, I am Marcus Jones. I am from Troy, Alabama. Um, I went to Troy City Schools where I played football. Um, went to Troy for a little while and decided I wanted to be a football coach. And 20 years later, here I am. Been in the same place, been with the home team and Trying to help the kids anywhere I can. Right, right, right. He also a member of Phi Beta Sigma fraternity, so shout out yes, to them guys as well. Right. <laughs> and shout out to all the Sigmas out there, man. On Chaz, my brother Trent, all them guys, man. I so, appreciate that. Family legacy, baby. Yes, sir. Waiting on you now. Oh, no, man. <laughs> we gonna see. Spotlight, spotlight. Yeah, man. <laughs> so we gonna go ahead and jump into it, man. So why coaching, man? What made you jump into coaching? Um, from being a, you played the game, now you want to coach. And also, what's the difference between the two, coaching and playing the game? Well, I'll tell you a funny story, man. I, um, my left tackle name is Von Ewan. Von's about 65, 330. Yeah. Uh, it might be a little off. He's getting <laughs> by everybody. Right. And so the Alabama scout came in to watch us on film, and they were like, man, uh, uh, who's that guy? Who's number 65? Hey, stand up. I stood up. 
Made my voice sound deep. I was like, oh, that's me, coach. He said, shit, son. If you about 6'3", you come play for me. And I knew right then that I wanted to be a coach. Yeah. You know, I had, I had opportunities to go somewhere, you know. Coach Fowler really looked out for me with little schools here and there. But in my mind, I didn't want to leave home right then and there. Right. You know, God always has a plan. And I guess my plan was just coaching, you know. Um, the difference between being a coach and a player to me is I, I'm more detail-oriented now as, as a coach. The little things from, you know, it is body laid in a certain way. What is his eyes going to tell me? I've, I've learned so much from being a coach that I didn't know as a player. And I think that's just... That just comes with time and age. Yeah. Okay. Now, in my eyes, like we looked up the coaches as like second fathers because they we probably spent a lot of time spent a lot of time with them. And you actually a father yourself. So how do you bring that father presence to coaching? Because I know that that can help play a part in the <clears throat> um, leadership of these young guys, man. And they need that mentorship because some of these guys don't have fathers at home. So, what do you bring to that part of the uh, game to the young players? You, you know, it's funny. I, I was just talking to one of my, my players the other day, one of my older players, and I said, "You know what, man? You guys taught me how to be a father." He said, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Hey, man, I, when I first started, I was young. I didn't have any kids. I, I had to learn how to relate." Two young guys. I had to learn how to take the good with the bad. How to how to talk to kids. Because there's a certain way you have to talk to kids. Yeah. I can't talk to you the same way I talk to somebody else. Yeah. You know. Um, and I look at it as at a certain point in time, I've had over a thousand kids who who have now transitioned to be like a brother to me. Yeah. You know, younger brother. They can still call me for anything. They they still do. One of the best phone calls is what you get. Later on down the road, maybe five, six years, a little text message, phone call, say, hey, coach, um, I love you. I'm married now. I, I appreciate what you've done for me. You know, just, just it has helped me deal with my with my kids, you know. Yeah. I have an eight-year-old boy, a five-year-old girl, and a one-year-old girl, and it's just about being patient. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't try to be any other coach. I'm just me. Uh, I don't yell too much. You know, that's somebody else's role. Right. Just like a parent, and you you have a role. You have to know your role and do it well. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. So, like I said, man, uh, being a coach is more than just being a coach, man, and uh, just trying to see you see, just trying to make some noise. How you get kids in the NFL and stuff. You actually, these kids, a lot of kids don't make the NFL, so they grow up and look back at you like they talking some life lessons and stuff like this. So, uh, being a coach is. From what I know from being saw my coaches and stuff, man, I looked at I still talk to them now and looked at them like, thank you for all you did. Cause I can I can be in jail or of course with my own parents, but you know, all that right. leadership help out with that, man. Everywhere you go, you need it everywhere. But it's a little different time. Now you can't do as much as they did back in our days. <laughs> we can get we can get whooped from other parents you. You're exactly right. You know, but as as a coach, you know, you have to adapt and, and overcome it's always a different way to reach a different child. Yeah. Like you say, I can't do what my coaches did to me because kids are different. Parents are different. Situations are different. Yeah. Discipline different. Right. It is. It is. And 
it goes back to what my grandfather used to tell me. He'd always say, son, you can't treat everybody the same, but you can treat everybody right. Yeah. So finding what's right for one person might not be what's right for the other person. You might can yell and dog cuss the kid. And he come from the quote unquote best neighborhood ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he, and he just, he handles it. Or yeah. he's down. You know, you got to find what makes the kid or person makes what motivates them. Yeah. Yeah, it's different ways you can build structure. So, yeah, depending on the kid, like you said, for sure. Right, we're going to speak on Charles Henderson, man. Uh, if you don't know Charles Henderson, that's my hometown, Troy. That's where I'm from, my small little town. I ain't going to forget about it, man. Marcus, you still in Troy. Speaking on Charles Henderson, y'all looked amazing this year, man. What was the what was the work to get to that position y'all was at? Like, what was the work ethic like with them young guys, man, and the coaches, not just the players, the coaches as well? What all y'all had to put in to get to where y'all got to? Well, you know, we, we went through a dry spot for about five or six years. Yeah. Low, low energy, you know. A lot of times, just seems like kids are just surviving just to play a game. So, hence, we go back maybe two years ago, and they bring in this, this young man. It's crazy how I say young man, because I went from being the youngest on the coaching staff to one of the oldest on the coaching staff. Time fly. <laughs> they bring in this young man named Quinn Hambright. Yeah. And my guy just a ball of energy. Yeah, I can see that. You know, and he, he understands the kids and he brought his energy and his passion in and he rejuvenated the program, man. These, these kids, they, they work hard, they understand what hard work is when they want. They, they know they're loved by the coaching staff. You know, from from the trainer to the head coach to the school system, we are building a culture of winning attitudes, winning football players, and winning students. This 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 bleeding from football to basketball. It's gonna bleed to baseball, to softball, to tennis. You know, just just high energy, hard working, blue collar type mentality that we're gonna bring. Yeah, I see all the recruits he bringing too, like the recruiters, like the colleges, man. That be he taking pictures with them every day, like ah, dog, like he got everybody dying now, man. Right, you know, it's, it goes back to the old saying: it might have been filled of dreams. Yeah, if we build it, they gonna come. Yeah, you know, we, we, we're building it up again, and they're coming. It's like I tell everybody, you know, we all know we have a kid named Zion Gray. Mm -hmm. Great athlete, great young man, and he's bringing all these coaches down. Yeah. If we all can't eat off that plate, it's, it's to the athletes by doing our job and going hard and care in the weight room by doing what folks do in the classroom. We, it, it's you know it, it's here for you. You have to set yourself up uh, to 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 quote unquote uh, be be the best. Yeah. So if he's bringing them here. Why not? Why can't you eat off that same plate? Right. So that that comes to show you, you don't have to be at a Hoover or a Prattville. I mean, talent they go find talent. So you gotta. I think I think Charles Henson with him coaching, man. I think they'll be on that level, man. Um, as a Prattville or or uh, Hoover one day, man. Cause he doing some amazing things, dude. It's a whole different environment out there, man. And it feels right. different when I go down when I come down to the game. Troy just feels different when I come home, no man. Just. Different type of energy, though, man. That's going around the whole city. 
Hey, you know, it, it's a it's, it's a county thing also. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing great down there in Brunners. Oh, for sure. I can't, coach. I can't forget about my, my alma mater. High energy, you know. And I like to call myself a community coach. Yeah. I don't. I just don't coach the South Harrison. Yeah. If I, if I see a kid doing something and I can see a better way for him to do it, I'm going to help that kid out. It doesn't matter if he's from Luburn, Goshen, Pike County, or, or Charles Henderson. Yeah. As, as, a, as a man, your job is to help. Thanks. Yeah, shout out to um, Mark Hurt, too. That's my cousin as well on my daddy's side. So shout out to cousin Mark. Uh, I'm supposed to be having a football countdown, but something came up, but it's coming. I'll, I'll let y'all know, though. But definitely shout out to my uh, cousin Mark Hurt down there. But he's doing his thing, too, with that young team he got as well. Oh yeah, and we, we're definitely gonna get them that football camp, man. Okay. Because it's needed. Yo, yeah, man, gotta give back. Gotta do what I can, man. I I had some great. I still got some great people coming down there, so I gotta get it back together. But I had I got Chris Nixon coming, uh, Nick Walker. I'm trying to get some NFL, I'm trying to get some NFL players to come. So that's why I'm trying to I'm trying to make it the best thing possible. So that's why I'm, that's why I take my time with it. That's right. Yes, yeah, so I want to be something that these kids can run. Be like, dang, I wanna. I want to go next time. Like they miss it, so that's what I want to do. Right, um, you're exactly right. Cause you know, big shout out to you for wanting to come back home. Yeah. And do something for these for these youngers, man. That, that's that's amazing, man. Like, you know, I got your back no matter what. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. So, I, man, cause with being a family man, cause you're a husband as well and a father and a coach, how do you balance that? Or how you balance that every day? Oh man, that's funny. Um, cause it, it's the truth, man. Um, I've been doing this a long time and I, I've seen coaches lose their family for not having the, the, the structure, you know, and it is important that you, you find you a wife, a mate that understands yeah. what's going to happen. What do you do? You know, it, it's times where I wake up and my kids are asleep and I come home and they're asleep. Yeah. But I tell a lot of folks, I, I, I love football. I love coaching football. But I don't really like it. And folks are like, what do you mean? Yeah. I mean, if I come home on a Saturday, and it's between throwing a baseball with my son, or barbecuing, or sleeping, I'm not going to watch football. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, I love my job, but I don't, I don't have to do it all the time to be fulfilled. Now, when I'm down on that field, in that weight room, I'm locked in, but if if it's something I need to do for my family, and thank God, Coach Embright, he's a very understanding coach. If something comes up, he's like, go, go be with your family. We got it covered, you know. And, and that 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 helps a program win when you know that the coach has your back and he has family first. Yeah, and, and he understands because it's been times where I've been told, um, hey. Um, we can't do this right now. Uh, practice is at 7. I can't let you go at, at 6.30. You know, and, the, and the, to be a family man, a father, you, you need to understand it from the head coach and administration that sometimes phases don't come up. You know, I know these, this is my job, but this is my family. Yeah. You know, at off-season, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm trying to do whatever I can to help my wife. Because it's crazy, she's she's a single wife that makes any sense from um, yeah. basically February until August. Yeah, and then August until November, December. 
Yeah. So off season, I have to do my part. Yeah, I mean, I get it. <clears throat> I get it, but you definitely have to understand the wife that supports your dreams and and she's going on along. Because with coaching, man, anything can happen. You can get called up to go coach a college team or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I see, I saw that with my brother with Bam. Um, you know, he had to jump around a little bit. And he went all the way to Michigan. The sacrifice he had to make in his way, Mel made. So I, I saw it, man. And, and, and it worked out. You definitely got to have an understanding to make. But speaking on that same subject, I go to Tom Brady. He lost his family, uh, basically his wife, because of that same reason. Because he, he got that much love for the game. And he lost his wife. And now, the, the next season, he retired. So on that, on Tom Brady's situation, what you thought about that? Like, was it worth losing your family? He was gonna retire one year anyway. Cause I felt like he accomplished everything he could accomplish, but he had the love of the game so much he wanted to play one more year. There, it, it says in the Bible. I don't go to church like I should, but I know a little bit. <laughs> there's, there's a season for everything, right? And sometimes you have to know when your season's up, right? You, you've done everything you can. You, you put in the hard work. You're getting older now. And it's time to sit down at a, at a nice age and be a family guy. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I can't tell him what to do, but at that point in time, my wife was telling me I need to come home to save my family and be with my family. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I, I have nothing else to prove. I am the greatest yeah. of all times as a football player, as a quarterback. Right. Yeah. Being being a father, being a great husband is always number one goal for me. Thanks. And if it's a way that I can work it out and still play, I'm gonna try. Yeah. But at the same time, if I know I can't, I'm gonna try to work it out with my at home first. Right. Yeah. It ain't it wasn't worth it, man. Like with Tom Brady's situation, I felt like he, he won championships. He it ain't the money, he got no money. But again, that's our opinion. You know, we can't tell them what a grown man would do, but that's just an opinion that we had. But, you know, it's nothing else you can do at that point, man. Why not spend time with your family instead of going to get broke up? But it's two different scenarios with you opposed to him. Does that make sense? So. Oh, it is. It is. And I totally understand his side. Yeah. You know, not going down a man for the decision, you know, they make. Yeah. At the end of the day, we got to sit on, a sister on our own for. Yeah, that's true, man. Man, what's some um? I know a couple playmakers at in Troy or in your in Troy. Who was who? Will, give me three top playmakers uh, in Charles Henson right now. Um, man, there's John One Boy. John One Boy is Mr. Everything. Yeah, he's returned. Yeah, he can play quarterback. He can be a running back. He is an athlete, athlete man. Yeah. He's, his stock is tremendously rising, man. I love a kid like John One. I got on to him one day. I said, hey, man, play a practice. Why do you never catch the ball with, with two hands? And he looked at me and said, coach, it's just too easy. I got to challenge myself. Yeah. So being a defensive coach, I sat there and I watched that young man. He caught every ball with one hand. And I, I was just amazed. Oh, then yeah. you have, um, of course, you have Zion Grady. He's, he's a big name. Um, like I say, great kid, great, great talent, man. Has the potential to be one of the biggest things to come out of the area. You know, a lot of people don't understand. Last year, he played the three technique, which is inside of the defensive line. And he, he's a he's naturally defensive end. He, he's a 
really unselfish kid. I came to him. I said, son, we need you to play inside. You know, if the team wants to have a chance of winning, he needs to wait inside. And he did it, and he ended up with 19, 20 sacks, you know, from going from inside to outside. You know, total team player. Um, if Zach Coleman, Zach Coleman is a, is a, is a big back. He runs, with, he runs with passion, you know. He has speed. He can block. He does it all. You know, um, I'm very proud of him. Uh, we, have, we have Parker Adams. He's a quarterback, signal caller, man. Those, those, all those guys work well together. Um, he, he can throw that rock, man. Yeah, definitely throw that rock. He definitely do that. And yeah, definitely shout out to those guys, man. Not taking from all the other players. I know there's a lot more playmakers out there, man. Um, I, oh yeah, yeah, there's a lot more out there, man. I just didn't want to have to name all of them, but shout out to all that whole team, man. Shout out to the whole Pike County. Shout out to the whole Pike County area, Goshen, Troy, uh, Brundage, all those teams around there, man. Because all of them got playmakers, man. So I ain't want to make nobody feel singled out. So I just, you know, just throwing that out there, but. Uh, Man, cuz I appreciate you coming on the show, you man. But yeah, man, I don't, you know how that go, man. It's all about the kids, cuz in my eyes, you'll play make out the foot to be out there playing, man, to practice every day. And sometimes you got to sacrifice for the team, you know. So you might be a great player, but you got to sit back and let the other player play because he, you know, he can get them where they need to be. But everybody play make in my eyes that's out there on that field, cuz you know, some people ain't trying to that's be right. out there. That's the way I look at you know, you're, you're volunteering out there. Yeah. I'm you be out there. You're volunteering. Yeah. I tell the kids all the time, everybody has a piece of the puzzle. Yeah. My coach, my piece of the coach can't fit as a player. I can't force my piece in your spot. Yeah. That comes with a lot of sacrifice being a football player, man, whether it's junior high or high school, because you're giving your sum up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else out there uh, going, um, playing, sleeping in late, man. You can you working out twice a day, practicing in the summer. Then you got the uh, season coming up, so it's a lot of sacrifice you do playing sports. So that's why everybody a playmaker in my eyes, man. Cause you don't have to do it. You could be at the house chilling during your summer break, man. For real. Right. So, Needing a job or something. Yeah. Some money. Yeah, you can be doing anything else, man. Just being a bum at the crib, eating bun buns all day, man. You know. Right. But that's facts, man. So they out there getting that work in, man. And, not just for football, man. I just see it's, it's healthy. You know, it's, it's healthy to be out there mentally and physically. And to keep you out of trouble, too, man. Uh, how the extracurricular activity, man. Because a lot of young kids, young guys going the wrong way now, man. In jail, it's, it's more crazy than it was when I was growing up, for sure. Like, I don't, it's a lot of kids in jail for, especially in New Orleans, where they breaking in cars. or There's no structure at home. So, to take that notion and be like, oh, I'm going to go play football and focus on this to straighten there than being at home doing hang with the wrong crowd and doing stuff. So salute to those young guys out there that's playing football or basketball or doing any, any extracurricular activity, even summer school, you know, something to keep right. you busy. Honestly. Man, anything you're doing, man. Yeah. Be great at it. Yeah, I, I, I mean I couldn't do that. I can be sitting in the hob or whatever, my dog on parents and play that, but you know, teachers are <laughs> You got to go. Yeah, I got to go, man. I had to go somewhere. I can be in, if I had to, if I wasn't doing that, I had to go somewhere out of town or something, but I can be sitting right. around. But anyway, cuz, man, uh, you got any shout outs saying anything, man? Um, I shout out my wife and my kids, you know. Um, the city of Troy to let me hang around this long, man. It's, it's a great journey. I tell myself every other year I'm going to retire. There's always some kid that needs more help, man. Well, hey, shout out to you too, cuz I appreciate it. Like I said, I've never been on 
any type of podcast or anything like that. Because I've always felt like, you know, it's, it's more about the team than me. I've always got that type of guy. But in order to spread that message of team, sometimes you got to step out of your box, man. I appreciate that. For sure. For sure, man. I ain't, ain't no more love down there. Ain't no love. It's love from me to you all the way out there in front, man. You know, I'll be home soon. I don't yes, know when, but I'll be home soon. But definitely, I'm staying in contact with you with the football camp and stuff like that, man. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be dope when I get it right. It's gonna be fine. Oh yeah, it's gonna be oh, definitely also dope. Shout out to my guy Justin Cole, man. Yeah, shout out Justin. Shout out to everybody, yeah. man. Shout out to Trial Alabama. Shout out to Brunswick, Alabama. Shout out to whole Pike County. Shout out right, to everybody, man. man. We're we, we doing big things down here, guys. Yeah, definitely, man. And you gotta uh, you tell people social media too in case they want to check out. I know you be posting um, schedules and you know different things. Uh, Going on with Charles Henderson, you want to give everybody your social media? Uh, so my, my Facebook, you know, I'm old. That's where I usually oh. do all my stuff. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Marcus Jones Senior on uh, on Facebook. Um, my Twitter is Coach Marcus. So you can find me on there. You know, I post a lot of things, updates on there. You know, um, that's it, man. I got to do better than that myself. Yeah, and you still be stepping too. <laughs> Oh man, let me tell you, I try to do the uh, receiver walk. I almost didn't make it back in the car. Man, look, get your cousin, man. Get on, get Trent, man. Every time they have a, we have a function, he trying to do something. Hey, you know how it is when you little and you uh, you in the church. Look, and you do something like, say, say you little song you do. Man, look, him and him and Ch- matter of fact, him and Chad be the ones doing it, but he doggone. He hurt his ankle one night, man, at a party doing that jump. Oh, no. Man, that jump the funniest thing ever. I don't care. I don't care if he get he mad. Fall. He didn't fall, did he? Nah, he ain't fall, but he was hurt. <laughs> he was hurt, man. Me and Ben was rolling. Hey, probably time catch up with the sometimes, man. Yeah. That probably, well, probably like a good three years ago. But, yeah, we, we getting old now because I'll be 35. I'm 31st of March, so. Yeah, I'm getting up. I, I was about to say, y'all, y'all are March babies, man. Yeah, I hear, I hear 40 March the 11th. Yeah, we, I don't do that now. <laughs> Look, I, it's a blessing though, man. It's a blessing to get that age nowadays, man, for real. So, hey, because hey, shoot, 50 young, no, 65, 60 young, honestly, me. So, oh, yeah, you know, the older you get, the more you play. Like, Wait a minute, this is pretty young. Yeah. Like, my dad is like 74 years old, and he's doing more stuff than I'm doing. Yes, sir. It's all about how you take care of yourself, man. That's right. That's Trent, that's Trent Bennett would say. <laughs> right, right. Health as well. Yeah, health as well, man. Yeah, man. But, Cub, man, we're going to wrap it up, man. Again, follow my cousin on social media, man. He's doing amazing things in Troy, man. And like you said, not just in Troy. The whole Pike County area. So if you're a kid that got questions about football, man, reach out to him. I know he'll be glad to help you out, man, and assist you with that, man. Um, you know, he's been doing it for a while, so he will have a lot of information for you. So definitely check him out, man, and hit him up. Or if you need me to reach out to him for you, I'll do that as well, man. So just let me know, man. Cuz, I appreciate you for hopping on, though. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. I appreciate you for having me, man. Yes, sir. Man, it's TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 109. Good morning.